Welcome. Pull up a seat, slip on your headphones, or just turn up the volume a bit. You found the Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. This is not a show for those who are fine with a small life. No, we go big here. You can transform every aspect of your life if you just know where to start. Now, here's your host, Glenise. Hello and welcome to the Glenise Show with myself, Glenise Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. So this week's radio show is called Changing Surviving into thriving and it was actually inspired by a tv show that i've been watching on netflix is it still called tv show if it's on netflix a netflix show anyway doesn't matter uh so (laughs) it's called something like when the heart calls or when calls the heart or something like that and it's set years and years and years ago and as i was watching it And I mean, I know it's a TV show and it also is the way that some people live. They grew up, this is a a coal mining town. And so the men work in the coal mine and the women have the babies and do the house stuff. And, and as I was watching it, I was like, like, that's like, that's surviving. Like they did what they needed to to survive the the kids although I'm sure there were families uh but like the kids didn't not feel like it you know in terms of helping around the house or maybe starting working in the mine when they were young or like the stuff that I would have grown grew wow grown up with as a child uh you know the complaining all of that I'm not sure, and I'm going to say that we did that back then, because of course, I mean, if past lives or living before is, you know, reads true for you as it does for me, I know they've lived lifetimes like that, where it truly was, I had to find my next meal, because if I didn't, I would die, whereas in this lifetime, it's just very, very different, and I'm very grateful for the differences, but I was looking at it, watching this show from this place of like, wow, there's a lot of people who, and and myself included in certain areas and certainly years ago, where I'm still mimicking that. Like that energy of surviving, that energy of I have to do, I have to take the job I hate. I have to uh, not have fun. I have to, you know, just get by, like all of this kind of energy of struggle and of just surviving that depending on where you're looking is not actually true anymore. And I don't mean it had to be true back then either. Uh, You know, I don't want to make that, you know, that that's right or anything, but it's just the energy of that to me is very, very different now. I mean, we have people who have YouTube channels who are, you know, five and six years old who are making more money in a month than I've probably made so far in my lifetime. So things are definitely different. And I was just like watching that going, wow, where are those places that we could start changing from survival into thrival? And so then I wanted to have a better kind of awareness of what survival, like what is that really? Uh, so I looked through the reference materials, which is from Access Consciousness, all of the classes and manuals that they've had basically are in these reference materials and they're like gold to me. I absolutely love them. And Gary, the founder of Access said something so interesting to me, like, well, not to me, but <laughs> in the reference materials that I'd never considered before. And he says, how many lies of survival have you bought as real? And would an infinite being have to expand themselves or contract themselves in order to do survival? <sighs> right? Like, Get the energy of that. If you were choosing to be the infinite being that you truly be, could you even do survival? You couldn't. Survival is such a lie. It's such a lie. Now, it's a lie that we've bought and sold really well. Now, not all of us, of course. Now, if you go back 100 years, (laughs) I would say way more of us were buying the lie of it back then and way less of us are now. And there's still 
a lot of us doing it and probably not in every area, but in many areas. So if you look at your life and look at basically what, what it kind of boils down to, at least for me, is like, where are the areas that I'm willing to be infinite being more? And where are the areas that I'm not willing to be infinite being? Because those will be the areas that, that it's more survival-ish than actually thrival. Yeah. And for some people, it might want like, what does that mean? What does infinite being actually mean? If you're willing to be infinite being, what, what does that mean? For me, what that would look like or mean is that I'm not cutting any part of me off. So if I'm looking at, say, money, then I don't go to, okay, well, uh, I need more money this month, so uh, what can I, what do I have to do? Oh, I'm going to have to go get a part-time job, or I'm going to have to go uh, sell something, or, and, and now it's not that those things might not actually do that, it might create more, but I wouldn't be doing them from the conclusion or from the energy of this is what it is going to be like. Because what it, what it is often when we're doing survival is we're mimicking. So we're matching what other people are doing. And we're basically choosing from the same reasons that everyone else chooses. Instead of, like, what would be fun? So, you know, if, if that's something for you right now, maybe you would like some more money. Like, what if you did it from the energy of, what would be fun to do this month to, to actualize that money? Instead of probably the energy and the conclusion of, oh, I have to work harder, or I have to go get a job, or, and, and like, what if? So just get a sense of that, like those areas where you're, you're pretending, we're going to say, where you're surviving, where you're making this reality really, really significant. And what if instead you looked at, okay, what, 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 what could I do that would be fun here? What can I do that can change this? Yeah, because it just is such a different energy. And I'd never really, well, I'd never at all considered like survival being a lie because it looks really real whether it's a TV show that I'm watching or in my own life where, uh, you know, I mean, it wasn't that many years ago where I truly did make just enough money. I consistently made it, but it was just enough. <laughs> and it was really from that survival energy instead of like this space of like, what's fun? What's ease? What can I create that no one else can create? Because this is such a big thing when you look at, especially, you know, say, like, again, in access consciousness, there's so many of us certified facilitators. I'm, and I shouldn't say so many. I think maybe 500, maybe 800. I don't even know how many of us there are. And, you know, so there's some core classes that we can facilitate, of course. And then if you look at each person who's creating, you know, additionally, let's say, like, all of a sudden... Look at what everybody's creating. It's different. Now, it might be, you know, I do a lot of telecalls myself, Zooms, those sorts of things. Uh, but they're different. They're different topics. And I'm sure there's some that are the same, of course. And, but like that energy of like, what else? And what else? And what else could you create? Like, what, what is it that you are doing? Maybe you're in a business for yourself. Maybe you are selling real estate. So how can you do it in a way that really, 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 really lights you up? And so often what we're doing when we do, you know, from say business is we're looking at it from a different perspective of what's going to get the client. But that's not fun. And that's choosing the same way that everybody else is choosing business. And then what happens is those potential clients we start shutting off because we're not interested in um, what somebody else thinks we're interested in. We're interested in, or at least I maybe should just speak for myself, but I'm interested in all of the possibilities and being able to choose from all of those possibilities. I don't even know if that makes sense, but it sure makes sense in my world. You know, so if you start looking at what is fun for you, 
And let's say you're working at a job that you hate right now, and it's what is supporting you and your family. I don't mean quit it today. Really, I don't. I mean, really start paying attention to what is fun for you. Are there any aspects of that job that are fun for you? Is there any way to make the aspects that aren't fun for you fun for you? Like, is there something to add after hours that's fun for you? Like, start looking at it. And I know for some some of you listening, you might just be like, you know, Glennie's life isn't about fun. Uh, and what if it is? <laughs> like, truly, what if it is? The more fun that I have, the more money that I actualize, the more ease my life is, and the more that when I do say even business from this reality where I try to fit in, I try to do it right, I try to uh, offer things that I think people would like, there's no, there's no energy on that for me. There's no, one, there's no fun in it, but also there's no invitation to that. And so when you look at changing the surviving to thriving, yeah, I would start looking at those areas that you are choosing survival and ask what, what, what's possible to change here? How can I have fun with this? And it might still mean you go get a job. Like it might look the same as what you've been, you know, fighting with for a while, but if it's done from a different energy, then what? Then what is truly possible? And of course, those areas you could also look at, hey, if I was willing to be the infinite being that I truly be, what would I choose here? Like really start being willing to look at each piece of it in those areas where you're choosing survival. Because I know that there's not, it's not every area of your life. I know that. And I know that I'm speaking pretty (laughs) confidently about that. And there's probably areas of your life that you do have a little bit more ease with. You do have some thriving in. Maybe there's areas you have complete thriving in and that's awesome. And maybe there's some areas that there's only a little bit, but there's still a little bit. So if you were being the infinite being that you truly be, what would you choose? What would you change? What would that, how would that look? How, how could you have that be fun for you? Now, here's the thing. You're not going to fit in. (laughs) When you choose beyond survival, you are not going to fit in. And I talk about this all the time, and maybe you've heard it from so many different people. And really, (laughs) really, are you willing to change it? Like, how different are you willing to be? Are you willing to be as different as you really be? As you've always been? Yeah, and if you are truly ready to choose thriving in every area of your life, you have to be willing to be different. And I would love to tell you it's all going to be unicorns and fairies and rainbows. (laughs) And maybe you'll create it that way. Uh, It has not been my experience. Some of it, absolutely. And then there's some of it where there's people that you care about that become so uncomfortable with what you're choosing that they might lash out, they might judge you, they might talk behind your back, they might do something that is upsetting to you. But even with that, if you would be willing to choose to be the infinite being you truly be in those moments, you would recognize even in those moments, it has nothing to do with you. Even the harshest, most unkindest, meanest has nothing to do with you. And it's about using that acronym that I learned, uh, I think a year ago now, Q-tip. Quit taking it personally. Because honestly, taking things personally is, is a surefire way to stop you. It's a great way to distract yourself from choosing greater. And then you've got somebody to blame. Well, I would have done better, but they said this. <laughs> and I'm making fun because I've done it. Oh, God, have I done it. And then I finally got sick enough of my own story. I got sick enough of hearing me say the same story. That it was finally like, okay, it is so time to change this. 
And what's it going to take? And that's what it took is me looking at it and going, no more. I'm done. This story is over. It is like, if it was a record, I would have like, you know, (laughs) there'd be no record left. I would have played it so many times. And then back to the question. If I was being the infinite being I truly be, what would I choose? To fucking go. Like to fucking go so fast, so forward, so out of control. Instead of paying attention to that crazy that, again, has nothing to do with us. If we're willing to be that different. If you're willing to stop mimicking the struggle on the planet. Stop making the struggle real. You know, there's a, there's a meme out there and I've posted it a few times cause I just love it. And it's, I think it's a boss babe quote or something. And it says the struggle doesn't have to be real and it doesn't, <laughs> but we sure make it significant. Like, Oh my gosh, I'm having, you know, my own business. So I have to work 45 hours a day and take no lunch break. And I have to do that for 25 years before I can have a pit. No. no stop it stop it what would you like it to be what would you like it to be like truly 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 what would you like it to be like and I know like one of the things that I'd say I've become really aware of in the past few years is that the more that I use the tools from access consciousness and really choose consciousness in my life in my living is that Things that I would have said were so hard 10 years ago, five years ago, a year ago, (laughs) they're not anymore. So there also becomes this level that we assume everybody is there. We assume that we, because maybe we don't need the hundred clearings that we used to need, that nobody needs it or nobody should need it. And so there also has to be an awareness of what do you require? Okay, I might be saying, hey, just stop and ask what would an infinite being choose? Or like, like there might be that. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally doing that. There's no might about it. So then it's like, what is it for you? What do you require? Is it something like that? Is it something else? Like, what do you require to actually choose to change it? Because I tell you what, the amount of time and energy that we put into things that we say we would like to be different, but we don't actually choose it to be different. Then we create all of this ridiculous self-judgment, reason and justification to self-judge. Like we have all of this nuttiness that if... Maybe just right now, you know what, maybe survival or struggle, maybe that's working for you. And if that's the case, what if you just celebrate the fuck out of it? Like truly, what if it isn't about saying you have to change it? What if you just look at what is right now for you and celebrate it? And if it is time to change it or a maybe only 2% of it or 200% of it, then let's do it. Let's do it. So on that note, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. 
From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about changing, surviving into thriving. And I mean, even just get a sense of those two different words, like surviving, thriving. <laughs> like there is such an energy difference, at least for me, between the two words. And at least for the majority of my life on this earth, in this body, uh, surviving gets way more uh, attention, right? Like look at the books that are, uh, you know, become top sellers. Most of them have had, you know, the person barely survived and then they started to thrive. Like that's the story. We have to go through the surviving first, we have to struggle first before we, whatever that energy is, before we are worthy of thriving, before we have the right to thrive, like whatever that is. And that may not read true for you, but it's certainly an energy that I've been aware of. Um, you know, I used to kind of refer to it as the, you have to go through hell to get to heaven. And what if you don't? Like, what if you really don't? And maybe we did. Like, maybe that show that I'm watching, maybe that's the way it was. And, and, and what, if, what if now we have other choices? And probably a better way to put it, what if now we're aware of more choices than we've ever been aware of before? Because the choice has always been there. It's just now we are aware of those choices or more aware. Am I aware of every choice? (laughs) Not yet. And what would it take? And I don't need to be, you know, just surviving to become aware of choices. We can actually be thriving and still aware of what else is possible. What else is possible? What else is possible? I mean, the way that I used to do money was was really from that survival energy of like just enough. And if I had more than enough, more than I required, then I would create something. And then I would have credit card debt. And then I would have the struggle and the survival of, okay, I've just got to pay this off. I've just got to pay that. I just need enough money to pay this off. Like, that energy constantly, that was my entire life in living with money for so many years. Instead of like, hey, what would I like to create? Like it never occurred to me. <laughs> and if it did occur to me, I didn't even acknowledge that it occurred to me uh, that there was the possibility that I could choose what I desired with my money situation. Now, when I say choose what I desired, This is, I think, where, well, myself included, you know, where a lot of us get into trouble because we go, well, okay, well, if it's just a choice, I'm choosing $5 billion in my bank account by 4 p.m. Like, you know, we'll do that kind of silly thing. Uh, And there's nothing wrong with asking for that. And what's required? Like, what is actually required? So I always had this, you know, kind of dream of having money. No, actually, that's a lie. I didn't have the dream of it. Um, I had the want of it. I had the lack of it. That's what I had. That's true. Uh, that, that reads the energy. So I had the, the lack of having money. Uh, so I would dream about it. I would wish for it. I would 
you pretend that I really desired it, but it was truly I, I wanted it. I lacked it, uh, which is a very, very different energy and not a creative energy with having money. And then, you know, through all the stuff that I've done, all the points of views that I've cleared about money, all of the classes I've taken, all the classes I facilitated. So then, you know, started back in 2011, putting uh, 10% away each month and taking all the steps. And then in 2014, finally uh, getting my head out of my ass, uh, which is a radio show that you might want to check out from May of 2014 uh, and getting clear on what it costs us to live each month. And like taking all of those steps and having money in my 10% and having a space and a peace with money like I've never had before. So that last year when I came across this book called Profit First, and it was actually I was doing some business coaching and they had they they do some kind of suggestions around it and stuff. So I really, really, really took it on. Like I just, and that's the sort of stuff that really works for me if I have, um, kind of, I don't know if it necessarily form and structure because there is an awareness in there, but if I know what I need to do, then I can just do it. It's, it's easy for me to follow and I will ask questions and I will use my awareness and, but that was so easy for me. So now along with having money in my 10% account and having money, you know, in other places and investments and all those things, I actually have money in the business. And that took action. So those things that, you know, years ago that I wanted all this, you know, say this money, it's like, I wanted it. it was from lack I wasn't actually choosing it I wasn't doing what was required so when I suggest you to look at what would you like to create for your money also be willing to be honest with yourself of what are you willing to do like what action are you willing to take are you willing to take a percentage out each month whether it's and that's what profit first is is it's it's basically like a really um simple budget is what it is. So there's a certain percentage of the money that comes into the business that goes to wages, certain percentage that goes to operating expenses, blah, blah, blah. And so every time kind of I build up, uh, you know, a few thousand in the one account, then I go and take the percentages, like I percentage it out and put it into the correct accounts. And, and then those are the accounts that I operate from. So if I were to, let's say I was going to buy my flights and hubby's flights for our classes coming up in Sweden uh, in May, then that account needs to have that money in it or I don't buy them. Now, of course, and I always say that very like, that's the way it is. It's not that. It is I'm also willing to follow my awareness. And I also know in the past that I have overrode my awareness and said it was my awareness so that I could, I'm using air quotes, put things on credit cards. So I'm very aware of that now too. But it's really like, what action are you willing to take? And that goes with everything. When you look at what you'd like to create, what are you willing to do? Because if you're truly willing to go from survival with money into thrival, there's going to be some changes that are required. Now, I don't mean it has to be hard or painful or, you know, none of that. And there's probably, well, I'm not even gonna say probably, there are changes that are required to go from that. It might be just clearing something it might be actually putting money away. It might be um, not going to Starbucks every day if that's a thing you do and, and your body says no more or whatever. Like looking at those pieces, because although I use the hashtag as if by magic all the time, and to me, even putting money away into say a 10% account is as if by magic. Uh, a lot of people have the idea that if something's going to occur as if by magic, they don't have to do anything different than they have been doing. And uh, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if that's maybe where the problem arises is because they say it, but it's not congruent with what they're truly choosing. Yeah, yeah. So I do want to mention I have got one of the most yummy classes coming up. Uh, well, actually I have two of them and they're both really yummy. Uh, one is called How to Become Money Workbook Six Month Intensive. So Gary said at the uh, Foundation Rewrite in February that if you do the questions, there's 13 questions in the How to Become Money Workbook, 
If you do them every two weeks, in six months, your whole financial reality will change. And I've heard him say very similar for years. And this was the first time that I went, that, <laughs> that. So at lunchtime, I put a, made up the, the, um, the image and my team and I just got, you know, all in it and just put it out there. So we start March 6th. And then also starting March 6th is the Business Creation Club. And so this is a four month intensive where we get together every two weeks on a Zoom. And of course we have a weekly uh, Facebook Live in the, in the Facebook group. There's all sorts of awesomeness. And so it's basically every Wednesday morning, not every Wednesday, every second Wednesday morning. Uh, if you are in business and you would like to change your money, you can do both of course, or maybe you don't have a business. You would just like to, play with the money stuff you can join us just for one uh, if you're joining us for both do let me know because I do have a special for people who are uh, doing both of them but it's not advertised anywhere so you can just contact me or you will get the invite once you sign up for one of them then I'll give you the the special uh, on the other one if you're interested so just a couple of awesomeness coming up starting March of 2019. So again, the Business Creation Club is four months and the How to Become Money workbook is six months. Uh, so yeah, every second Wednesday, you and me, baby. And of course, there's other yumminesses in there too. So now I want to talk a little bit more about what I was referring to earlier in terms of wanted uh, and desired. And so the, the definition of the word want actually means to lack. So when we say I want more money, we're actually saying I lack more money. And that's usually very true for people uh, that are saying I want more money, I want this, I want that, and there's a, they're not creating it because they're lacking it. So the energy though on desire Desire is like this generative, like, I desire it. I don't have to have it. It doesn't define who I am. It doesn't mean anything about me or to me. And I desire it. Whereas often the energy of want is the energy of like, I want that because then when I have it, then I am this or this or it means this or this or it's the result of this like what if you really start looking at the things that maybe you've been saying you want is it really that you want them or you do you desire them yeah like even when I say the word desire there is to me a pulling energy to me like I start pulling the things I desire Whereas if I go, I want, <laughs> I want it to stay warm outside, um, there's this push energy. It's like a resistance. It's like a, um, like it's, it's, I'm separating, I guess. That, that's the energy of it. Instead of like, I desire it. And I don't, I can't even truthfully say I desire it to be warm outside. I, like, I do. <laughs> and I would, in that case, I, I always speak to Mother Earth and to wherever I am and what it requires. I mean, it's not like I live outside. Like, yes, I live in Canada, but my car parks into the garage, which is attached to the house, which then, you know, hubby's usually driving. And then he usually drops me at the door of wherever we're going. So I might have 32 seconds in the cold. Uh, so it's pretty easy that way. Other than opening and closing doors for cats right now is a little frustrating but anyway it, it's much warmer today but like just that energy of like I desire I desire oh, I desire more possibilities yeah I desire more joy in my life and living yeah I desire millions of dollars in the bank Actually, let me reframe that. I desire millions of dollars in my bank accounts. Yeah, because <laughs> there's already millions of dollars in the bank. <laughs> so like do that right now for whatever it might be that you desire. Because there's, there's, there's an energy, there's an expand, a creation to desire. Whereas if I were to say I want more money in my bank accounts, 
It's like, yeah, I lack more money in my bank accounts. It's like, I'm, I'm right. And there's no energy on it. And maybe you don't perceive energy or you don't feel like you perceive energy. That's okay. There's something there for you. Just play with that. I want, blah, blah, blah. I desire, blah, blah, blah. Even saying the words to me is a very different energy. Because once you start being aware of how you perceive energy, and it's going to be different for each one of us, once you start being aware of that, that's how then when you're out at the grocery store and you pick up a bottle of ketchup and it has the energy of want, it has that separation energy, it has that dull energy, that thud energy, then you know to put it back. And you don't need to know why. You just know you put it back. And you pick up a different bottle, maybe the bottle behind it, maybe three bottles behind it. And one of the cool things you could do at a grocery store is ask, truth, if I buy you, will you make me money? For everything you pick up, and it doesn't have to take you twice as long to buy your groceries, I'm not asking you to do that. But what you're asking is, truth, if I buy you, will I receive from you? And so there are some bottles of ketchup that are not going to contribute the same as other bottles. And then it just becomes where you don't even have to ask the question anymore. You're just picking up the, the, the things that feel yummy. And sometimes you're digging at the back. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't do very much grocery shopping, but I must be uh, one of the grocery shopper shelvers, uh, most annoying customers, because I will not, if it doesn't feel yummy to pick up the first thing, I'll pick up the next thing. I'll dig until I find the one. So it's like playing with it. And the more you're aware of that thud energy and that expansion energy, that's how when we talk about following the lightness, that's what we mean. If somebody says, hey, do you want to go to a party? And you're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm going to recommend you don't go. And no, I shouldn't say that. I'm going to re recommend you ask some more questions around that. Like, what is that? What is that like not excitement about that? Might not even be yours, who knows? But I would ask more questions compared to if somebody says, hey, do you wanna to go to a party? You're like, yes, oh my gosh, wow, what am I gonna wear? What are you wearing? What time do you wanna pick me up? Like, there's difference, right? And it's not always as extreme as those two examples I just gave you. And it, if you start uh, working your awareness muscle, it'll get to where it seems like that. It'll get to where it gets so loud and so extreme that it's really easy for you to just know. And then you just trust you. And how do you trust you? You trust you. <laughs> you just choose to trust you. You cannot learn trust, my sweet friends. I know we want all sorts of things, you know, just give us the ABC of how to do it. It doesn't work that way. You just trust you. You choose to trust you no matter what. And if it doesn't work out the way that you trusted you that it would, then you go, huh, okay, so what was that? And then you might acknowledge that you knew, you knew not to choose it, you knew it wasn't actually light, but you wanted it to be light so darn bad that you made it light. Like, so, so we start becoming that space of playfulness and that allows that following that energy and trusting us to be just magic, just totally as if by magic. And that is where then you're in the thrival energy. You're thriving in every area of your life that you're actually trusting you. You're taking action. You're following the lightness because that's all the things that an infinite being would do. An infinite being wouldn't have conclusions and answers and have it all figured out as much as we might have told ourselves that. That's not, that's not it. An infinite being chooses and from those choices allows the awareness to then make other choices or maybe same choices depending on what the awareness was. Yeah. So take this break time to really get a sense of what you have been choosing that is creating that surviving and what you could be choosing to change it into the thriving. All right, so I'm off to break. We'll be right back.
live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we're talking about changing surviving into thriving. Yeah, and you know, one of my favorite questions you might want to ask in those areas where you're choosing surviving is what is the value? Like, what's the value of only surviving in this area? What's the value of only surviving with money? What's the value of only surviving in relationships? What's what's the value of only surviving in, in, uh, in taking care of your sweet body? What's the value of only surviving in business, in career, in parenting, like whatever those areas might be, what is the value? And I know that you want to tell me there's no value. I get it. I totally get it. And I promise you, once you tell you, once you're honest with you of what that value is, that's the moment you can change it. Because that's the moment you're willing to be honest. And those questions, those are so the awarenesses of what the value is is never logical. It is weird shit. (laughs) Like, what's the value of not creating the money you'd like? Oh, well, then my brother won't be mad at me. (laughs) You know, and usually when people look at me like, like they're shocked at what just came out of their mouth. And that's, that's the stuff right there. Because that's the stuff that you're not even aware of that when you ask the question, and you're willing to be present with it, that's when it can change go wow I didn't even know that was a thing or you might go oh my god that has been bouncing around in the back of my head for 15 years but I feel so stupid that it's even in there well it doesn't even have to be you don't need to phone your brother up and tell him about that I just want to recognize that could be a brother from another lifetime that could be somebody else's that you're aware of with their brother thing like it, it it's there's no significance on it It's just about being aware of it so that you can clear it, so that you can change it and actually start choosing something different. (sighs) Yeah. So the honesty with you, which I know I talk about all the time, so I'm not even going to go into it, but honesty with you so that you can be aware of that value. Actually, aware of the lie, because it's not even true. It's just a lie. So once you're aware of the lie, you can change it, you can clear it, you can do whatever you like to do. You can use the access consciousness clearing statement, or you can do whatever you want to do. However you want to change it, just change it. And then that's how things start to change as if by magic, because you're you're being honest, you're you're saying the things, you're clearing the crazy, and then that brother energy and not out creating them financially doesn't come up anymore because it's gone. Whether it was another lifetime or whatever, it's gone. And now you can go farther. 
And then maybe there might be another point in the money thing where you get to another point where you notice, geez, you're not actualizing more than a certain amount. What is that? What is that? Oh my gosh, that value is because, um, you know, I feel like if I make more than that, I will die or something. I mean, I'm just pulling shit out, but just just be just be honest be on it you're you're thinking anyway i can't remember how many thoughts a day we think but it's a lot so you're you're thinking anyway you might as well give yourself something to do that will actually change what's going on because playing with that crazy and then for most people they do they have an awareness of something like that so i'm going to stick with the brother example and then from there, they're just so mean to themselves because they think they're so wrong and so horrible to have that point of view about their brother or that they shouldn't have that point of view or that, like, it's just, it's totally engulfing with the crazy instead of, like, just look at it, look at straight in the mirror, like, just meet it head on because that's, that's really, I guess for me, I mean, I have spent a lot of my life uh, in denial or in pretend or in sweeping things under the carpet like that's that's just one of the things that worked until it didn't until it was time to look things in the face and say okay here's the shit now what and nothing horrific but things that I thought were that once I looked it in the face and really went okay okay what is this all right and got rid of it like changed it was gone and then it was like this energy of like oh my gosh how much time and energy I've wasted in the sense of pretending it wasn't there pushing it away trying to make myself you know trying to reason or justify it instead of just going you know what no yep this is this is it this is what I've chose uh you know I've talked a lot about this this so far this year about uh you know, being in Bali and not choosing to jump off into the waterfall and all of that, just knowing body wasn't strong enough to, to do it. And, and body wasn't strong enough to do it based on choices I wasn't willing to choose. And, and I had to look at that, like I, and not from a blame or not from a shame, but just from the place of, you know, yeah, this actually doesn't work for me. <laughs> it doesn't work for me to be 46 years old and not be able to do something like that. That's not, no. And so I'm the only one who can change that. And I had to acknowledge it first. And shitty, yep. Did I change it? Absolutely. I actually said to my personal trainer the other day, I said, you know, I actually get that I could do that now. And we've only been doing this for six weeks. I think I just had my seventh, uh, seventh training uh, yesterday. Like that to me, like how remarkable the body is. Like I'm just so, so grateful for how strong she is. And, uh, and even in my training yesterday, she upped like so much weight wise, like everything. And I'm just so much stronger than when I started. And I was actually even thinking I had uh, in my very first training that I did with her, she had me doing kind of like squats, but like I actually sat in a chair, like so I stood up and then when I when I squatted down, I actually squatted into the chair. Uh, that's how I started. And now I don't use a chair. And that may not seem like a big deal, but to me that's a fucking big deal and something so worthy of celebrating in my world because that's huge. And you know, the other piece that I find uh, interesting is I was saying to her last week that I... Like I wasn't, there was one day that I just didn't want to do it. And I only work out with her once a week and then uh, three or three times. Yeah, three times on my own at home. And one of the times at home on my own, I just didn't want to do it. And it wasn't body. Body was fine with doing it, but I just didn't want to do it. And I still chose to do it and I didn't want to do it. And so I was saying to her, like, you know, how do you change that? Because that I'd rather not have that. Um... I'd rather just love to do it type of thing. And so, you know, she gave me some suggestions and stuff. And, and then she obviously had some time to think about it. And she emailed me later and she said, have you like, do you realize what you have done in, in the six weeks? Because at that point it had been six weeks. And then she listed off, 
you know, the all the sessions I'd done by myself, all the sessions I had done with her, how far I'd come. And I was like, wow, I hadn't actually been acknowledging that. I really just went, oh, I didn't want to do it. And I should want to do it every day. Like I had some big, you know, definition that I should just want to do it every day that everybody on the planet wants to exercise every day except me. Like, I mean, oh my gosh. So how does it get any better than that? She doesn't do access or isn't, well, not that I know of, not that she said to me anyway, uh, but to have her recognize that I wasn't acknowledging me, that that was just really cool. So, and to me, like, I mean, surviving is really what I've done with my body for a good part of my life. There's been bits and pieces where I've chose thriving, and then there's been a lot more where I've chose just surviving. And, and that's, you know, one of, one of my targets for this year is changing that and changing it. You know, this is where some people get really stuck, especially with some of my Facebook posts is changing it within, with regards to like health and uh, strength, the weight wise, whatever body would like to do with that. I'm just whatever I have, you know, interesting point of view in myself about it. Because there's been so many times, I mean, I was on my first diet when I was nine years old. So I am very, very, very aware of the um, survival with food and the struggle and the fight and the wrongness and the rightness and the, oh my fucking God, I'm so over it. That this year it was like, you know what? No, no, whatever, whatever that's going to do, that's going to do. I'm, I'm actually choosing the action that I can, um, I'm going to say control. I don't know if that's quite the right word, but the one where I can actually say, yeah, I'm working out four times a week. Because to say I'm losing four pounds a week, I mean, <laughs> I, I actually can't change. I can't control that. I can control how many times I work out though. So um, I know for some people that's really confusing because they have a lot of projections of uh, my weight and that I should be doing it to change it. And it's like, No, I'm actually choosing what I'm choosing to be strong and vibrant. And so that when I get near another waterfall that I can jump into, I'm jumping into it. And then I'm going to water slide down the waterfall because that's just so fun. So anyway, on and on and on about that, I could go. So struggle and survival into thrival. And to me, struggle and survival are very, very similar. Uh, You know, we're often struggling when we're surviving But if you look at the energy of that, like struggle, just like survival is a choice and thrival is a choice. So there is, like we were talking about with the value, there is a payoff. And for some, and I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, go back to the TV show I've been watching. And I know it's not a great example because it's a TV show. And uh, for a lot, I get that a lot of us that were living back in those times, I mean, we didn't know there was other choices. And now we do. How do we? Look around, go on to YouTube, check out those kids that have, you know, huge uh, businesses. I think, what is it called? Um, Oh my gosh, influencers, you know, that are five or six years old or 16 or doesn't matter what age they are. There's people who are making multi-millions of dollars with putting out a video every week. Now, I also know there's more to it than that. (laughs) You know, they, they have other pieces, of course, and it's different. So we, we already are aware there's more choices. Start being very, very present with what's, you know, what those choices are. Doesn't mean you have to choose them. YouTube may not be your thing. That's okay. It doesn't have to be. But what is? What does light you up? What is fun for you? Because if somebody can create a business based on that, everything, everything is possible. So what do you love to do? I mean, think of the people who actually love dogs and they start, maybe they start dog sitting or they start walking dogs. Like all of a sudden they're making money doing what they love to do, doing what they would do for free. I mean, we have a, it's called pawshake.ca here in Canada, or at least where we live now. Uh, And there's so many pet sitters on there. 
And they have all sorts of things. They'll come in like during the day while you're at work and visit your animals. They'll, uh, you know, walk your dogs twice a day. They will, uh, some of them will stay over. Like that's what we have when we travel. We have somebody come and live at our house with our kids, our fur kids. Um, And so they are so busy. And this is what's interesting to me. Now, they don't make a ton of money. I mean, I think we pay about $25 a day depending on the person and such uh, and what their rate is because they, they choose their rate. But like still, they, the one gal that we get, she lives with her mom probably, I don't know, spends maybe three nights a year at her mom's house. And every other night she is paid to sleep somewhere. <laughs> I mean, that to me is so magical because in that she could have like probably six other clients that day. So she could be generating a lot. I have no idea what she's doing, Uh, but like, look at that. What do you love to do that you could actually be creating? And if you look at those people, so let's say the six-year-olds who have the YouTube station, what are your points of views about that? Do you go into, oh, the parents are pushing them and they're making them do this and they shouldn't. And like, what comes up for you with that? Because those are really interesting points of views that you might want to change. Because those points of views might be what's stopping you from being aware of what would light you up. And I don't mean it. Maybe you have a career that you love and you're not interested in changing it. And this information is universal, It could do, I could be talking about the same thing with relationships. I could be talking about the same thing with your body. Like there are people, there's a guy, I've been listening to his uh, audio book. It's called Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. And uh, (laughs) I actually love to listen to him when I'm working out because of how hard he pushes himself. Now I have no desire to push myself the way that he pushes himself. My body has no desire for, in fact, there was a piece of it where he was talking about like kind of the torture that he was putting his body through on a run where I actually had to fast forward it because my body just couldn't listen to it. But that was just one very small piece. Otherwise it really is this energy and this, this message of like, it's not about being comfortable. <laughs> we have grown up, for most of us, we've grown up with it being the focus on comfort and how comfortable we can be. And for many of us, for the desire that we see, that we, for the change we desire to see on the planet, it's not about being comfortable. It's about actually doing what's required to change it. And I don't mean going in, Uh, protests and that sort of stuff. I mean, if that's your thing, that's fine. But that level of uncomfortable, like, yeah, it's, it's such a good book. And like, he ran 100 miles in 20 hours with no training. And uh, like, I, that's stupid. And he even like, he knows that he's not telling people to do what he does by any means. You know, he's just, he's just, he just pushes himself. And it's really inspirational for somebody like me who would think, oh, you know what, I have a bit of a sore toe, so I probably shouldn't walk on the treadmill for 20 minutes. You know, stuff like that, that I've chosen in the past that when I turn it on, I'm like, oh yeah, you know what, I can actually do this. This is, you know, whatever it might be. So uh, those sorts of things. Like if you start looking at those areas, maybe that you feel like you're just surviving in, find people that inspire you. Find people that are choosing to thrive in those areas. And then it's not, and it's not about mimicking them by any means. You can ask to duplicate the consciousness that they use to create what they're creating. So let's say like, with Oprah, you could ask to duplicate the consciousness that she's used to create the wealth that she's created. Or um, what's uh, Richard Branson, the business guy, you could ask to duplicate the consciousness that he's used to create the business that he's created, or business success he's created or something. Like you can do that totally, but it also shows you that maybe those points of views that you've made really, really true in your world could just be absolutely smashed out of your reality when you look at somebody like Oprah. And I mean, (laughs) all those years ago, and she was African-American, or is African-American, and she's a woman, and like she had everything against her all those years ago when she started, and look what she's created. 
Like to me, that's, those are the people I love to read. Um, I was going to say documentaries, but no, that's not it. Uh, biographies of people who've really um, chosen beyond. And I don't mean that have went through struggle first, but have chosen beyond what I had thought was possible. Because it shows me whatever I thought was possible, that there's always something else more possible if we're willing to go beyond it. So if we're just surviving in an area, find people who are thriving in that area and, and just be willing to receive from them. Be willing to watch their videos, read their books, watch TV, like whatever it takes to show you that something else is possible in that area. So thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you for making The Glenise Show part of your life. Listen again next week, Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and continue changing your life.